This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. And I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? You look a little haggard today. <laughs> you say that every podcast. You don't look so <laughs> think, hot yourself. <laughs> I think it's just getting worse, progressively worse. Yeah. You're, uh, you're a picture of health over there, by the way. It's time for an AA meeting. Oh, great. I don't know. My name's, my name's Lance Wackerly, and I abuse alcohol every day. <laughs> well, you, it's not like you're a teetotaler. No, I don't know. Well, isn't it gay pride this weekend? So you're probably, you know, an exception for you. You're probably partying even that much harder. Harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to hear about gay pride, the festivities from my brother next week. Well, they're all over town right now. Just yeah. thick with gays and that's, lesbians. That's why I'm hiding in my studio in the Tenderloin because, I don't know, it's just the town is insane right now. You don't want it to rub off on you? No. Dude, it's just like it, this town right now is just so insane. You can't even walk down Market Street without being attacked by some guy in like a leather outfit. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you got, All you can hear is just one giant lisping sound. <laughs> you know, seriously, dude, I'd rather be at an amusement park in Kentucky. Like at a Six Flags. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Did you hear about that ride? I know you have because it's been all over the news. But uh, uh, recently at a Six Flags in Kentucky, some girl lost her feet. Like her feet were completely severed on a ride. Wow. Was yeah. that the intent? <laughs> no. Because that could be pretty thrilling. Well, okay. Let, let me get into get The into this. amputator. So uh, Six Flags apparently shut down the drop tower rides after a teenage girl loses her feet. A teen who lost her feet in an accident at a Kentucky Six Flags has undergone surgery. Um, That's what a park spokeswoman said this past Friday. I guess she was on the ride called the Superman Tower of Power at Louisville's Six Flags. And apparently what happened, the girl's feet were completely amputated just below the ankle uh, while she was riding this ride. Was this Superman ride a tie-in to the most recent movie or the Christopher Reeve movies? Because I don't really want to ride a ride that's t- that's associated with Christopher Reeve. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like there's bad luck. It's like we're going to make you a paraplegic after yeah. this one. Maybe the horseback riding ride or something. Well, what I don't get about this is – so, okay, what happened here is during the Tower of Power ride – Passengers are hoisted. Is it called the Tower of Power or the Superman ride? The Superman Tower of Power. (laughs) Okay. So during the Tower of Power, passengers are hoisted aloft, suspended momentarily, then pulled down, according to the park's website. Passengers are secured with bars and seatbelts, but with their arms and legs free. They drop about 154 feet at like 54 miles per hour, stopping just 20 terrifying feet above the pavement. Apparently, that's what uh, their uh, website says. So I'm trying to... Did this girl have abnormally long legs or something <laughs> that they no. didn't, weren't designed into the ride? I guess it was like a defect with the ride. Like a cord wrapped around the girl's feet while she was coming down, and the next thing you know, it just completely severed her, both of her feet off. Wow. Yeah, so I think it was kind of a freak thing, but what, what my favorite thing about this story is uh, they interviewed the, you know how like the CNN affiliates go out there and try to get uh, eyewitness accounts. So this guy that they interview has to be some kind of inbred Cracker. Kentucky hillbilly. He's like, I seen the car go up, then like the cable broke. I heard a lot of people screaming, and I seen some feet in the air. That's a pretty good accent. Yeah, actually not that bad. I think, um, I don't know. 
Right. I can see the mullet growing on you as we speak. Well, you know, I did grow up in Michigan, so it's, <laughs> uh, I learned to imitate these people. Uh, the cable, the cable went under the car, and I seen it pull up and hit a lot of people. And I seen them bringing their legs up. Apparently, this girl must have been a little too slow. <laughs> on the uptake here. <laughs> yeah, maybe she had a, some type of a learning disability. And so uh, one, one of the uh, police officers here said, we are not confirming what happened. There was a lot of misinformation from witnesses. Well, they fancy sound like that. they're in the pocket of the uh, Six Flags Association or something. Well, fancy that, though. I mean, look who they're interviewing. Yeah. These toothless, like, inbred people. Trailer billies. Yeah, I mean, there are no branches on that family tree. And everybody that works at the amusement park is just a stoned college student. You yeah. Know? They, they have no recollection of what happened more than five minutes ago. But the thing is with me, though, so I have a phobia of uh, roller coaster rides in general. Not really roller coaster rides, but I have a phobia of rides at... Like those carnivals that you see, you know, kind of like in a small town. Yeah, you would. You, this happened in those a traveling carnival. This happened at an established amusement park where you think that the equipment, you know, is checked by competent mechanics. But what you're talking about, like the the carnival with rides that they set up in like six hours on a Thursday night. And they and serve then, like elephant ears and cotton candy yeah. and it's just a bunch of carny, like illiterate carny working yeah. there that don't even speak like English. The entire troop of carnies have like three teeth between all of them. <laughs> yeah. Like that, 15 people. Now I have they a just phobia. Pass them around. I will, I will never ride one of those rides and I'll get into the reason behind this. But at like places like Cedar Point in Ohio, which is a huge amusement park. Right. And I've been to there. I've been there many times. And uh, Six Flags or Great America out here in California, I've never really had an issue riding those rides because you think it's like you have an engineer who's trained to update, you know, and uh, work on these machines, these uh, roller coasters. Yes. I trust that guy. He went to school. <laughs> I mean, the operators are like stone college kids, but the engineers are the people who actually build these rides. I see where you're going, yeah. Whereas at I the understand. carnival, I do not trust that inbred, toothless carny. <laughs> with my, you know, with, with with my life. Not not to mention my life. Like, my phobia is I don't want to have to ride the Tilt-A-Whirl at Stupid Buttfuck Carnival and, uh, you know, end up losing my legs, becoming, like, paralyzed from the waist down because the thing fell apart. Yeah, I don't, think any, I don't think anybody wants that. I actually like it. I think it adds to the thrilling effect of riding the ride where there is a chance that it could just fly apart at any second and you could go hurtling through the air. Well, you know what I've noticed since I've lived in, like, you know, larger metropolitan areas. You don't see as many of these carnivals, the traveling carnivals. But in like, I see them in Bay City, Michigan. In Michigan, you used to have one at least like three times a year. They're over in the East Bay. They're oh, so here they too. still have yeah, those carnivals here too. here too. Yeah. But I mean, when, when's the line? So it's if, a bigger deal in a smaller town. That's why you. That's why it seems like they're more prevalent. Because when the carnival comes, you know, to to Central Michigan, everybody goes. That's what everybody does, right? No, it's like a big deal. Yeah. Like I remember uh, there's a church called St. John's that used to have a big festival right before school started each year. And like the carny would just descend upon this town, you know, right in Bay City. The carny? Is that the plural of carnies? Yeah, they're just carny <laughs> and they speak carny. With two eyes on the end. You know how they, those people travel in those like caravans and they breed with each other and they produce those carnies. It's like they're descendants, kids. they're descendants from the sideshow people and they all live in Florida. They eat nothing but cotton candy and hot dogs. Well, have you ever heard of that? You ever heard of that? That's why they, that's why they have such great dental work. But uh, no, I mean these people 
They're not educated. They can't read. No, why would you be? Why, if you, why had would you an trust education, them you would legs? never go to work at the carnival. <laughs> no, and that's why I won't ride those rides. But if if you went to a carnival tomorrow, you'd ride on one of those rides? Yeah, I'll do I'll do like one. I'll pick the really scary one and I'll ride it once because I don't want my odds to get any worse than they, you know, than, Are you drawn already... in by the carny banter? Hey, I'm going to go down. Go, no, 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 no. I don't play That's mostly for the games that they use the that carny banter. That's where they really, yeah, that's where they really make their carny money is on the games. You know, knock the bottle, the milk bottles down. That's or get thing. like the hoop around the bowling pin or something like that. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, ri- I'll ride one. Per carnival, uh, you know, preferably something that goes upside down, high in the air. Um, Dude, you're taking your life into your own hands. But you were telling me before the show, I am taking my life in my own hands. It's a thrill. You know, people skydive. I go to carnivals and ride one ride per carnival. But, like, you know, what a lot of people say is they'll go to the carnival and they'll say, well, I'll go in the Gravitron. Because well, that, that was my my last yeah, carnival experience. But the reason people say that is because it's on the ground, and if the gravitron broke down, you're not gonna go flying anywhere. It's just yeah, maybe the gravitron's gonna... not on the ground. They lift you up like 20 feet in the air. Oh, you went on the tilting one? Yeah, and that that's okay. Well, let me get into my story. What <laughs> well, happened here? Okay, well, yeah, look what happened to you. Now tell well, the listeners. Well, this is why I won't go on rides. Number one, I'm worried about like having to be paralyzed, and, be, and so people will be like, "So what happened to your legs?" Well. I went on the uh, Tilt-A-Whirl, the Gravitron at this carnival in Auburn, Michigan, and uh, the, the ride, you know, malfunctioned, and I was throwing from it, and now I can't ever walk again or fuck. Is the, is the carnival... Because of a carnival. Is the carnival in Auburn, Michigan called the Corn Fest? <laughs> Probably. The Auburn Corn Fest? The Munger Potato Festival? Yeah, that's another good one. <laughs> but no, I mean, seriously, these carnivals... You know, happen all the time. It's not like you can sue these people because they have no money. They have no like this. They girl, have no known address. This, they live in a car. This footless girl in uh in Kentucky could sue Six Flags oh, and probably get a lot get of money. A lot of money from Six Flags, and probably she'll sue Superman. She'll be set for life. I mean, she's not, not going to have to walk around with two peg legs. She's probably going to get like some nice prostheses, you know. Yeah. And, and made by NASA. Yeah. And you know, she'll be like uh, what, what, Paul McCartney's wife. The six million dollar woman? <laughs> no, but you know the 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 amputee that he was into that divorced him recently. Oh right, uh, yeah, Heather Mills. Yeah, Heather Mills has like one of those like really fancy prosthetic limbs. Ah, so hot. this girl will probably get something like that. But if she was injured at the Gravitron at some carnival, she'd be walking around with peg legs on her legs because she couldn't afford to buy some real prosthetics. Just caught those sticks that come in the center of the cotton candy. <laughs> so what happened to me is I was at. St. Stan's Festival in Bay City. They had a Gravitron. This there is like, are, you know what? I take it back. There are way more carnivals in the Midwest than there are by these big cities. It's a big cities. deal. I, I forgot it. about all these fucking stupid things. So St. Stan's has this year, like annual festival, and the Carnies come over there, and it's one of the big time Carney productions. Like they have all sorts of rides, and so they had the Gravitron because the Gravitron isn't just like when the county fair rides. That's like a big carnival ride. I mean, it that takes probably. Four hours to uh, I think put what, what you're talking about is a modified Gravitron. It has a different name. The Gravitron just stays on the ground and spins around, and you're inside it, and you get pressed up against the walls. But you, you're talking. I know what you're talking about. Well, this but... one, this one starts out like that. It's a big. Yeah. It's kind of like a wheel. Yeah. You're, you're pressed up against the wall. I yeah. think you have like a, a cord that you kind of put a, a, over your waist to keep you there. <laughs> yeah. And then nice safety device, a little <laughs> a wire that will like. You no, know, it's like a nylon rip, rope. Rip your torso in half if something does happen. And so. 
it good. starts spinning really fast, and then you're and kind then of the lifted up. Tilts, yeah, the whole yeah. thing pick, is picked up about 20 feet, and then it tilts. Yeah. Well, what happens at these carnivals are people are drinking heavily. And so I was on this ride with my girlfriend at the time. We're up against the corner, and the person, like four people up from us, yeah. started puking. Because it's inevitable that someone's going to get sick. And the puke just shot out and hit me in the face. It hit, like, the five people next to me to my right in the face. And there's nothing you can do because you're pressed up against the wall. And you can just feel – you can't even move your hands, really, because you're up against the wall. Yeah. And there's just puke all over your face, all over your, like, chest. And I was just completely disgusted, not to mention fearing for my own life because I'm on this carnival ride. (laughs) See, and that's – on the rides that go up way up in the air and, you know, spin you around – you usually would not get hit by another person's puke. Well, I was... I've been, I've been walking through the carnival next to the octopus ride, you know? <laughs> Which is that one? Is that the one with, That's like, the all the one cars? That's the you know, that... all the cars, and they spin around in circles, like and the tentacles. whole thing spins. And somebody puked on that ride while I was standing next to it, and I was pelted with puke. <laughs> just, like, showered on your yeah, head? Yeah, the whole just crowd. Like everybody sitting, sitting around, you know, some guy puked on half the town, you That's know? worse than being shit on by a bird. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, so what did you do? Did you just leave the carnival and go home and take I a shower? I think I wouldn't found a paper towel. <laughs> you know, it wasn't just me. Like it was, it was a crowd of twenty people that it was just. And he was one of those people where you can tell that you know this guy does not chew his food properly. <laughs> big chunks of potato. Big, big chunks of beef stick. Isn't yeah. that what they serve there? Yeah, exactly. An elephant ear. Yeah, it was gross. No, what happened to me is I was I didn't even want to go on this ride. My girlfriend was like she loved the carnival kind of thing and she like cajoled me into getting on this thing. I was worried that I was going to be paralyzed, so I was already kind of freaked out. And then I get puked on, nice, like all over my face. I ended up just like afterwards, I'm like, you know what, we're going home. I'm sorry, <laughs> you didn't no, walk, no sex for you tonight, you didn't baby. Walk around with puke? No, it was disgusting, dude. It was carny puke. But I, I do I do still enjoy the carnival even without the rides because there's some great. You, you can watch the carnies, you can watch the pickers, you can, you know, there's a good uh, mix of people at the carnival just to watch. You know, I wonder if, do they have these carnivals in Europe? They have to. I mean, or is this like an American thing? They have to have them over there. I mean, I wonder, would do they, they have carnies If they there? don't, I'm, I'm starting one. We'll make a million dollars. Just bring in, go buy yourself a, a tilt buy a Ferris wheel and, you know, <laughs> hire some chavs to set it up. I don't know. I, fi- I find those things personally revolting, disturbing that they even happen, and I will never go to a carnival again. And now, after reading this uh, in light of this recent incident where this girl lost her feet, I don't even know if I can ride a, a ride at Six Flags. <laughs> I don't think I can. Oh, I wish I, you know, your kids are going to be in hell. I don't know. <laughs> With well, you as a dad. <laughs> dude, I, I will not allow We're staying them. in the studio. <laughs> There's too many gays out, and we're not going to the carnival. We're sitting in the studio, and we're watching, I don't know, what are you going to watch? Family Deadwood? Guy. <laughs> I'm putting my foot down on this. <laughs> Educational programming. All right. So all in all, I got to say about this is be wary of the carnivals, people. I and say if, go and have fun. And if you have your own carnival story, send it to us, Podcast at uh, hotmail.com. I want to hear some, uh, you know, European quirks about how carnivals are different over there than here. That'd be interesting. I kind of want to hear about from our female listeners, see if they ever hooked up with any of those hot carnies. <laughs> At the carnivals. You think that ever happens? I want to know if any of our female listeners ever broke their hymen on a carnival ride. <laughs> I don't know why, but it'd be interesting to me. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so this is uh, episode 76 here of Sick and Wrong. People, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wackerly and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week, present them here on the show. The audience votes as to the uh, most revolting news item 
and the uh, winner gets a case of MGD. We also throw in a wild card with a listener submission. So um, before we start the show here for 76, I want to do a quick recap from uh, episode 75. So I did a story about a, a girl who um, got a breast reduction, had rotten tits. Yeah, her, that was her gross. tits were rotting off. You did a story about some Scottish girl who had a hat filled with lice. No, the lice of. were encrusted in themselves into a it's hat kind of like a little lice form. hat, sort yeah. of. Yeah. And uh, the listener sent in a, a um, fascinating story here about a uh, girl who ripped off her boyfriend's balls with her bare hands. So, and tried um, to eat one of them. And, yeah, tried to shove it in her mouth, which I think just was topped off the story. It was like the icing on the cake here. So um, I came in with about 86 votes. You came in with a healthy 33, and oh, the listener had 52. <laughs> Listener had 52. So, well, actually, if you think about it, this is the second show in a row that I've won. Which you think is a streak it's for a some streak, reason. Man. Two, it's a two streak, Two in a row is not a streak. A streak is like four. If I win Maybe next, three. If I win next week, you're buying me a Jack Daniels. Fifth of Jack Daniels. That's assuming you're winning this week. Well, you might not win this week. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. Should we tell – we haven't uh, – do new listeners know how to submit a story to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com? Yeah, I th- we, we've said that to people. Okay. So if you want to do a listener submission, just send it to sickandwrongpodcast at uh, hotmail.com. Well, so uh, to begin here with uh, episode 76, I think I started the show off last week. So, uh, Wackerly, why, why don't you kick off the show here? I got this one out of the Australian Herald. <laughs> I just made that up. I, lo- I love the Australian stories. I don't know I if that's really do. the newspaper, but I forgot to print out the um, name of the source of this that story. That whole country is just sick and wrong. Yeah, There's so many are. sick and wrong happenings in Australia. Yeah, we've discussed, and it's because they're all drunk on Fosters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, apparently defense, Fosters, lo- mate. defense lawyers for Kylie Louise Wilson. Kylie seems to be a popular Australian name. Kylie Minogue, isn't she from there? Yeah, it must be a popular She only has name. one tit, you know. Kylie Minogue? Yeah, they took one off for cancer. She's still hot, though. She is still hot. And she's like 50 or something. But anyways, this Kylie is only 28. Mono jug. This Kylie is only 28. Uh, and her defense lawyer said that the mother of two, quote unquote, lost it. When her friend of six years, Daniel Peter Blair, went on a masturbation marathon... On April 6th of last year. <laughs> what what exactly, please tell, is a masturbation marathon? I will let you know that. We've had too many stories about masturbation, personal stories over the past couple of weeks, but this story is too funny to pass up. <laughs> uh, Kylie's friend, Mr. Blair, showed up at her apartment in Redland Shire, which I guess is like some hobbit town in Australia or something, the Shire, where he took he took amphetamines before having a shower. <laughs> And so, you, so maybe they, it's not all Fosters. So they do crystal meth in Australia. So it's Fosters and Fosters crystal meth. and crystal meth. Um, while he was in the bathroom, Mr. Blair, uh, age 32, began pleasuring himself. <laughs> okay, so he's drunk on Fosters, did some crystal meth, and now he starts jerking off. In the shower. 
Thus um, beginning the marathon. He then gets out of the shower, moves to Kylie's bedroom, where he rolled around naked on her bed and continued his lewd conduct. Is this her boyfriend or just a friend? <laughs> they keep saying friend, but I assume there's some type of sexual connection between these two. You don't just jerk off in a random girl's bed. And don't roll around on my bed naked. You're gonna get a, you're gonna streak it up. All streaks are made by me on my sheets. I don't mind wiping my ass on like you know a girl's pillow every now and then, but <laughs> masturbating in her bed, I gotta know her first. Yeah. Um, he then came back. I don't know why he can't just finish off, but then after rolling around the bed, he came. Does crystal meth prevent you from ejaculating or something? I think crystal meth just turns you into like this crazy masturbating freak. <laughs> well, he returned from the uh, bedroom to the bathroom for more <laughs> and was busted by Wilson, who was attempting to bathe her three and a half year old daughter. I don't know how this this all sounds like it happened in like a five minute span, but there's a lot of activity. Like, you know, she starts giving the kid a bath while he's in the bedroom rolling around in the sheets naked. So I, I'm, I'm picturing this, this woman sitting there trying to bathe her child. And meanwhile, there's this crazy Australian man running around from room to room like Steve Irwin <laughs> hunting crocodiles, just jerking <laughs> off left and right. Crikey, crikey. <laughs> You know? they, and, and, and instead of seeing uh, Mrs. Blair, uh, sorry, Mrs. Wilson, Miss Wilson, in the bathroom and saying, "Oh shit," you know, and stopping, her, and she's bathing her child, running away. This is making me lose my boner. Yeah, he refused her repeated request to stop whacking it, prompting her to fetch a knife from the kitchen, which she used to stab him twice in the left shoulder. <laughs> Is that is that the only way to end a masturbation marathon? If the guy's on, you know, hyped speed. up on speed, yeah. <clears throat> Mr. Blair paused only to put on his shorts and flee outside to wait for police to arrive. I like how he's going to wait for the cops. But he was again overcome by the urge while he's in the garage. Despite his injury, it seems Mr. Blair continued to masturbate while in the garage, the prosecutor said. Dude, Australian dudes are badass. Yeah, they I mean, are. I mean, you get stabbed in the shoulder and keep jerking off. He must be on Vi- Viagra and amphetamines. I, I don't know, man. This guy's, um, a, this guy's the Superman masturbator. This is I don't a good. Think Christopher Reeve could jerk it off like that. You gotta like the quote from Miss Johnson. Uh, sorry, Miss Wilson's lawyer. Uh, somebody, Mark Johnson. He was in and out and around and about <laughs> doing this sort of thing all over the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good Australian yeah. accent. Miss Wilson lost it, to put it crudely. Uh, she's sentenced sentenced for the stabbing to nine months in jail, but uh, the judge said she immediately could get parole, so she didn't really have well, to go. Well, if you go. think about it, it's almost a danger. She was protecting her child. That's what she said, yeah. I mean... Maybe she should just find a better friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so on the sick and wrong scale, that's uh, you know, this guy is on a masturbation marathon. He's on speed. On He's speed. exposing himself to the child. And uh, Three he years was old. stabbed and then continued masturbating, so that's going to give some extra points for me. So on the sick and wrong scale, I'm going to have to give this a 9.2. I'm going to give it a 9.5. 9.5? Justify yeah, I that. I don't know why. <laughs> I, there's no justification. I'm kind of sick of the numerical scoring, but that's just me. I'll give it a 9.0. Oh, 9.0. So a 9. Yeah, Straight a nine. 9. There's nothing that made me want to vomit in this story. It's more wrong than sick. Yeah. It is wrong. That, guy, it, that guy shouldn't have done that. But, but it is kind of sick, though. A little bit. Well, we'll see if it can hang with uh, my story here for episode 76. You know, I am on a streak here. 
And I've been getting all these really good stories. I don't want to hear about your fucking brown streak <laughs> in your underpants. So uh, my story took place in uh, Canada, Toronto, Canada. Man chewed off girlfriend's nose, says lawyer. Mm. A Scarborough drug dealer committed crimes that were nothing short of stark horror when he chewed off his girlfriend's nose and tortured her for hours. Was she a Jewish girl? Um, <laughs> Is it a meal or a snack? <laughs> You implying that Jews have big noses? <laughs> I'm not implying anything. <laughs> it's fact. Angel Jones is extremely likely to commit violent offenses in the future. That's an awesome prison name. He already has Angel a good, Jones. He already has a good prison name. That's good. Well, it sounds like you know I might be. I mean, I might I might be like um, <laughs> going out on a limb. Going out on a limb here, but he sounds like he might be a black guy. Which there Angel aren't too Jones many in Canada. I think this story is about the one black guy in Canada. Are there black guys in Canada? They're going to have to get another one if this guy goes to jail. Yeah, they're going to have to find one more. But uh, Angel Jones, uh, the only black man in Canada, is extremely likely to commit violent offenses in the future. Um, uh, The victim never got a chance to live out her dream of pursuing a modeling career. So I guess his girlfriend was a model. She was and is a beautiful woman, but she was seriously disfigured by Mr. Jones. And it's a reminder of what he did to her that fateful day. So a jury just convicted Jones of aggravated aggravated assault, uttering death threats, and sexual assault for his attack on this 24-year-old woman. So this happened uh, almost a year ago. This happened last year. Um, Jones, Did she have it coming? That's my question. (laughs) Well, I don't know. That remains to be determined. Okay. Uh, Jones had just been paroled for an uh, aggravated... uh, battery charge so he had been in prison already for a couple of years on a battery charge this guy kind of has a huge rap sheet yeah. lengthy criminal record yeah good boyfriend material so he had just been paroled that day and the victim his girlfriend picked him up from jail now, now that's a dutiful woman if you yeah. think about it you know she had waited for him this whole time goes and picks him up from jail she probably visited him throughout his prison term maybe even conjugal visits yeah could have been <laughs> she uh, picked him up from jail brought him home served him a meal and made love to him. He then viciously attacked her, believing she learned new sexual techniques and was therefore unfaithful to him. <laughs> He's the one who only wanted to take it in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I just what I wonder is what did he, this guy think? He's got this hot model chick. He's in prison for three years. Obviously, she's going to go out and have sex. What? <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> I mean, what do what you think? She's going to be completely faithful to him? She better. I kind of want to know what these new techniques were. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> I mean, it's like, so he's fucking her, and all of a sudden she's just like, you know, standing on her head and being like, you got to fuck me in the ass from up here, but yeah. you got to stand on a chair. It's like, what, what was she doing here? She's got a swing in her bedroom. The Cleveland steamer? <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> Bitch, that is wrong. <laughs> she gave him a hot Carl? Yeah, I, I wonder. I don't know. Uh, so he viciously attacked her. And um, he was upset by this. She was rescued by Toronto police as she was trying to, quote-unquote, hold her face together. Mm. Jones was described by one officer as looking like an animal chewing on a dead carcass. When uh, he was still chewing on it when they got there? Yeah, apparently he was was on top of her, and he just (laughs) bit her nose completely off. I mean, he bit it off, spit it on the ground, and was... Chewing on her face. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the girl managed to get up, somehow call the police, what a trying psychopath. to hold her face together. Why did they let this guy out of jail again? Well, no, he'd That's been... That's poor he'd, judgment. He had been paroled and uh, obviously still was violent, still had these violent tendencies. Who was on this parole board that interviewed this guy and said, yeah, he seems ready to get out of jail? 
I, I just I just like this description of looking like an animal chewing on a dead carcass. I, I don't know. Jones's lengthy criminal record includes 18 convictions for violence, including assaulting his sister and his stepfather. So I, I think it probably um, does make sense that this guy should be locked away for a long time. Yeah. So it's probably good. They, so, they will have to get another black guy up there after all. What I find funny about this, um, this story, even though it really isn't funny, but uh, what I do find humorous in the story is the fact that Jones fired his lawyer and represented himself during the trial. That's and, always a good move. Yeah, th- that might be why he was uh, sentenced to uh, 20 years in prison. But uh, <laughs> Do they have any good quotes? Well, the, the thing is, what I find kind of funny about this, how do you defend biting off of your girlfriend's nose and severely disfiguring her face? I don't know. I would like to find out what he tried. <laughs> well, you got to say it was an accident. So uh, Jones apparently told the jury that he bit her nose off accidentally. He said that he placed his mouth over her nose while he questioned her as to whether she betrayed him by having another lover. <laughs> Is that a move? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what, what I find funny, it's like, so he had her nose in his mouth while he was questioning her. So yes. he must have been like, Miss, are you being hateful to me? And, and she's like, like <laughs> <laughs> I swear I haven't slept with anybody else. Let go of my nose, please. This is I, ridiculous. What are we doing? And so uh, what, what he says, what ended up happening, he said her nose just popped off as she pulled her head back. <laughs> so, so it's really her fault because he had her nose clenched between his teeth and if she didn't pull her head back the nose wouldn't come off you know what, what is this Michael? is that his defense <laughs> that's his, that's his defense he said what that uh, she pulled her head back and he bit it off accidentally he's a moron i don't, I don't understand like was this michael jackson <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> Detachable. you don't just accidentally bite off a girl's nose and then look like an animal chewing on a dead carcass yeah yeah, this guy's Hannibal so Lecter. So she's just screaming this whole time, I take it. I imagine. Uh, this guy's Hannibal Lecter. I yeah, don't know. I guess so. So on the sick and wrong scale, I mean, this girl's disfigured for life. She's She was pursuing, she was aspiring to be a model here. And I don't think that's going to happen now. I don't think anybody else was considering her model material. I think it is a self-declared aspiring model. That's my opinion. I think models shouldn't date ex-cons. <laughs> Especially ones with a, I don't know, that jealousy issue. Who should date ex-cons? That's a good question. Fat chicks. <laughs> okay. As long as you, as long as you have somebody lined up for them, we don't want to make them any angrier than they are already. Well, I think uh, the Canadian society can rest assured that um, Jones is going to be serving a lengthy prison sentence here. So Angel Jones. Angel Jones. You know, I, there's another Jones in the news uh, that I like. Uh, he has a better name, Pac-Man Jones. Oh, Pac-Man Jones, yeah. the, uh, the NFL, NFL star player. who also gets into a lot of trouble with the law. Did he bite off someone's nose? I, I don't know what he did. I just like his name, Pac-Man. Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> Is that his real name? Did, it, did his mom name him Pac-Man? Yeah, I, mean, I think they probably really like the game. <laughs> if, if, if she did, that's awesome. That's an incredible name. It's better than being named Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're yeah. right. So on the sick and wrong scale, I mean, this girl's disfigured for life. She's going to have to live her life saying, you know, my uh, ex-con boyfriend bit my nose off. Her li- her, <laughs> seriously, her life is permanently talks? altered. On the sick and wrong scale, I'm giving this a 9.5. 9.5. Uh, I'll give it a 9.5 also. Well, we'll have to see what the listening audience has to say about yeah, that it's one. It's all up to the listener audience. So uh, we received uh, the listener submission this week from a uh, longtime listener. 
Uh, Stinkhole, he's a frequent <laughs> contributor to the um, to the Sick and Wrong podcast here. Stinkhole sent in another gem of an article. This guy always like, I mean, this guy combs the internet as much as we do More for than good us, news I, items. I, I, I bet you he actually probably does. He's won the show in the past, and I know I've sent him a Sick and Wrong care package. Well, we don't play favorites, and we don't exclude people, right? It's, it's no. the worst story that people send in is the one we use, or yeah. the best, depending on how you uh, look at it. How you view it. So uh, Sinkhole sent this one in. I actually heard about this story, and it kind of sickened me personally. Sewage flows down the aisles of a transatlantic flight. <sighs> Passengers on a Continental Airlines flight from Amsterdam to New Jersey had to hold their noses for hours as sewage overflowed from toilets while they were high over the Atlantic. How does that happen? <laughs> you, you know, I, I guess the they had like... The flushers didn't work or something, or just repressurized backflow. That's gross. Well, apparently the uh, plane took off from Amsterdam, had to make an emergency landing in Ireland because sewage was overflowing from their uh, lavatories. Like, but it, uh, hadn't the made it, it hadn't made it out to the aisle yet, I take it. No, they just left Amsterdam, had to do an emergency landing in Ireland. They cleaned it up. They fixed it. They thought the problem was fine. Took off from Ireland. Two two hours over the Atlantic, sewage just started overflowing again, running down the aisles of this plane. <laughs> Are we talking like shining elevator scene flow out of the bathroom door? I just picture river of turd just coming down the aisle as the plane's and it's going. All, and it's got to be just all... Just a log floating. Well, it's all blue, right? Because the water in the toilet in the airplane is blue. It's got is it that, blue? I think it's blue. Cause it's I got that disinfectant. It's got that disinfectant. Well, if you mix brown and blue, I guess that's still brown, huh? He yeah, was probably I, brown. I, I don't know. So, so they interviewed this guy, Colin Brock, who was a uh, he was from Washington, and he was on board this Continental flight from uh, Amsterdam to New Jersey. He says, to be blatantly honest, I was more nervous than I had ever been on a flight. I've never felt so offended in all my life. I felt like I had been abused and neglected. I was forced to sit next to human excrement for seven hours. <laughs> so uh, Stinkhole sent a link to a clip from Fox News where they interviewed this guy. And what's funny about it to me is, so this dude's leaving Amsterdam, coming back to the States. It's got to be a stoner. Yeah. And it's like Nobody was, else goes to yes, The only reason to go to Amsterdam is to smoke pot and uh, uh, utilize the legal hookers, right? Yeah, it's like smoke, get him really high on some really good weed, some hash, and then go fuck some whores. That's what you do in Amsterdam. I mean, it's pretty much all you can do in Amsterdam. I think they have one museum there. It's their national product, right? Yeah. So uh, ch check out this clip here. It's kind of funny of uh, this Fox News lady interviewing Colin Brock. Colin Brock was a passenger who endured possibly the worst flight ever. It really is no joke, but I got to tell you, Colin, it just shocks me that with sewage in the aisles, they actually served a meal. You know, that, that was something that blew my mind. Uh, I, I felt like they must have been breaking several health code violations. Of course, I, I don't know the logistics of that type of thing, but it, it would be not a surprise to me if it was discovered they did. The pictures uh, that we have of yours, tell us exactly what we're seeing, and I guess you have to tell us how bad did it smell? Well, you know, the only thing that I can compare it to is being in a fairly stinky, um, how do you say, a honey, honey bucket or whatnot. And, you know, you can hold your breath for 30 seconds or a minute, but on a seven-hour flight, seven-and-a-half-hour flight, that's that's just nearly impossible. It is impossible. So what are we looking um, at in the rows? The sewage comes flying out of the toilets. It's rolling down the aisle. What, what did you photograph? Can you repeat that? What did the photographs that we're looking at from inside the plane, I'm seeing, like, orange waste bags. What, what, yes. what was all that? 
Well, initially when the sewage started um, flowing out from beneath the lavatory doors, we could, we could see it as passengers leaking out of that and starting to creep down the aisles and uh, dampen the carpets. At that point, uh, some of the flight attendants decided to, to try to coagulate the situation. They put some sort of chemical coagulant on it to try to keep it stationary. So my favorite part of this clip here... <laughs> Just kind of cracks me up. My favorite part of this clip is when she she asked him, so what are you looking at in the row? I guess he must have t- – he took pictures of, of with his digital camera of what the row looked like, of all the sewage. <laughs> I would have been. And she's like, what are you looking at in the row? And he's like, what are you, what are you talking about? It's like, <laughs> woman – we're, I'm looking at turds. It's the like, down... What do you expect me to be looking at? This is representative of just the downfall of TV journalism, where they just they <laughs> they they refuse to just do a story and let it drop. You know, they got to extend it out to some fucking ten minute thing. So she's just asking these inane questions. Like she asked, "What did it smell what did like? It smell like? It smelled like shit." <laughs> What do you what think, do you it, think sm- it smelled like? Jesus Christ. I, I like, though, what he says it smelled like. He said it smelled like being in a stinky honey bucket. I don't know what the hell a honey what bucket is. What is a honey bucket? Is that some kind of Washington term? He's still high. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of smelled shitty. He's got that like little interior monologue being going. Being in a stinky honey bucket, you He's know, He's got that interior, interior monologue going on, like, did I just say honey bucket to this news bitch? But, Give me a little paranoia. But he's like, you know, you can hold your breath for 30 seconds, but for seven hours? <laughs> <laughs> the guy must have been really high. Yeah, really high. Although I can't imagine anything that would kill my buzz more than this, though. I heard that they continued to serve food. <laughs> Who is eating this? But you know that some fat-ass American would have complained if they would have not served food. Well, that's what Brock says. He says the flight attendants who were serving meal service in the stinky, unappetizing cabin told everyone not to eat or drink too much. because Just half rations. Well, they said that there was only one half-working restroom, which I don't quite understand what half-working means. You could pee not. in the sink, I guess. I don't know. There was only one half-working restroom on the plane for more than 200 people on board. <laughs> So, <laughs> but they were forced to sit in their seats, and you see all these people with like surgical masks over their face. I would have been pulling out the oxygen mask, wouldn't you? Yeah, that'd be a good idea. I mean, could do? Could you imagine? This? I can't imagine that the, the drinks cart and the meal cart are just sort of sloshing through this and skidding down the aisle. Isn't it hard to control? Well, okay. Well, what actually happened? So the flight left Amsterdam roughly two hours into it. Passengers were told the lavatories were out of commission. And so an unplanned landing in Shannon, Ireland, was made to fix the problem. The pit stop became an overnight stay. This is just a nightmarish journey. So the guy, they had to stay overnight in Ireland. The next day, the same plane headed for its original destination, Newark, New Jersey. But just after takeoff, over the Atlantic Ocean, the sewage overflow began again. So, yeah, and then they were forced to sit in your seat. And, yeah, I mean, their flight attendants were serving food while there's, like, sewage running down the aisles i'm still interested if this is sort of a creeping puddle (laughs) or if it's like a surging flow up to first class well you know we we might have to post some of these pictures on the site but it's just it shows like i get the guy goes colin goes on to say that they were trying to pour some kind of coagulant on the sewage to uh, to, to solidify it maybe (laughs) but they're kitty litters well there's all these like orange uh, hazardous material bags trying to prevent the uh, sewage from running out of the bathrooms I'm surprised nobody got sick. Dude, you know, you, wouldn't you have been to a game? or something. 
I mean, I do. I would have been so disgusted. I don't even know what I would have done. At some point, if I was on the plane with you, and God forbid your sister Could would be on the plane. you imagine how much I would have been bitching, though? God forbid your sister would be on the plane because she would be throwing it at us. You know? Yeah, no, my sister would have been kicking the turds it, on you. It would be you a week later, you would find it in your luggage, your carry-on luggage, because your sister wouldn't be able to resist sticking it there. See, I hate flying because the people next to you are always just sitting there farting in their chairs. You can hear it. You can smell it. Could you imagine this? This yeah. is this is I'm I'm that guy. This by is the way. pure. This is pure human. Everyone farts on planes. Because <laughs> you're those, like I'm in my cushion. That's you know, what those it doesn't air matter. nozzles are for. You just blow the air on your crotch hard, and it dissipates it. So the worst part about it is that uh, what do you think Continental? What kind of concession do you think Continental gave their these uh, these tortured? Uh, mm, if I had to guess, I would passengers. say nothing. <laughs> No, you know, I'm surprised they didn't call it like a natural calamity. Right. You know what they ended up giving? A $500 voucher for future flights with the airline. <laughs> Can like I get a voucher fly... for a different airline, please? How <laughs> like about you're going to fly Continental yeah. ever again after this. Incontinental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on the sick and wrong scale, I mean, dude, could you imagine being trapped in this uh, metal tube for seven hours? That I can imagine because I have done it. Surrounded by people complaining about the smell of human excrement that's running down the aisles. I I, I can't imagine. This is I like can't. a fate worse than death. This I is can't. like hell for me. This would yeah. be my own personal hell. I would rather ride the Gravitron again at a carnival than do this flight. And get puked on? Yeah. Dude, this is they should make a movie called Shit on a Plane. Instead of Snake <laughs> on a Plane, just Shit on a Plane. Brown get, Snake on a Plane. Get this motherfucking shit <laughs> off the motherfucking plane. So on the sick and wrong scale, I'm giving this a 9.7. Uh, 9.8. Eight. I have to see the pictures. Yeah. Well, we'll have to post the pictures. I mean, you know what? The uh, listening audience needs to decide who won episode 76. Please go to sickandwrongpodcast.com, and you can vote as to the most disturbing news item. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm your other host, Lance Wackerly. Did I learn something hard this weekend? Uh, I learned this the hard way. Um, one thing you should not do during sexual intercourse with your girl is talk like Carl from Sling Blade. <laughs> and seriously, it's not an aphrodisiac. It does not make her flow like a river. Mid-intercourse, just do not talk like Carl from Sling Blade. Did you, were, did you use a specific line from Sling Blade? No, we were like, mm-hmm. I was in a missionary position. I like your French fried potatoes. <laughs> that's, kind of, that's what I was saying. It was, it was along those lines. I was in a missionary position. We're just kind of going at it, and the spirit just kind of took over me, the the Carl Slingblade spirit, and I was just like, I, so I grabbed her breast, and I was like, I like them French fried potatoes. <laughs> and she got all mad about it. This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Put some mustard on them. The Sick and Wrong Podcast, Sunday nights at 9 p.m. on KIRB. So that was the new promo for uh, www.k-irb.com. It's a new internet radio station that uh, Sick and Wrong just recently got onto. And uh, they're going to be airing the show Sunday nights at uh, 9 o'clock. Which so go- you, we usually post the show like Monday morning, so I guess people could hear it there first if they. Uh, so the to. idea is, if you want to go to um, go to k-irb.com and you can hear Sick and Wrong at nine o'clock, and we're going to be posting it afterwards, like Sunday night, Monday morning. Yeah, the normal time that we would normally post it. So um, this it's a pretty cool radio station, and I'm glad to be on it. It's always kind of cool when Sick and Wrong gets onto an affiliate here. 
So um, what's cool about it, too, is we follow a really good show. I mean, there's a bunch of really good shows, good programs on uh, this station. And you can go to their website, and you can see, you can click on them all and uh, check out the DJ schedule and listen to the show of your choice. I think Sick and Wrong even has, like, a little link to our homepage. Yeah, it's there. I saw it. But um, he, he mentions that D. Simon and Lance Wackerly are the newest members to KIRB.com Stellar Lineup with the Sick and Wrong podcast heard every Sunday night at 9 o'clock. But the show that precedes us is called Night Watch. And I checked it out the other day. It's a pretty good show. It's um, Night Watch is a show about um, if you believe in ghosts or if you're scared of the dark. Uh, you join – the host is legendary horror film director and producer Todd Sheets. And he exposes your mind's eye to ghosts folklore legends and conspiracy and mystery every sunday night from seven to nine right before sick wrong so if you if you want to have some fun on a sunday just go go listen to krb.com you got two hours of night watch and then an hour of sick and wrong that sounds like a good sunday night but you know what i checked out this guy because i'd never heard of him you know legendary horror film director todd sheets I did a Google search on it, and he's got this website, zombiebloodbath.com, and I, I checked it out, but you know, I had never heard of any of these horror movies that he did. Uh, I also checked it out, and I haven't seen any of them, but I want to. Well, they look like the low-budget type of horror movies with like hot porn stars getting naked and murdered. Yeah, and some really amazing-looking uh, special effects from the, the screenshots. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, it looks pretty cool. It's, it's almost reminded me of trauma movies. Uh, maybe one step below trauma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. You know, we should almost interview Todd Sheets. We, we should. should. See if well, be I want to see if I can get my hands on some of these movies, the better looking ones, and uh, yeah, watch them. And then I think we should try and interview him. I wonder if he would be game for that. But uh, go check out k-irb.com. It's our new affiliate, and uh, yeah, we're happy to be on it. Towards the end of the show, we tend to discuss listener email, and uh, we received a few emails of notes that I want to get to here. Uh, one in particular was from a, a guy named Thomas. I love his last name, too, which I don't want to say because, you know, people can uh, – well, I might as well. Thomas Wang. Isn't that great? Wang is a good name. I just love Mr. Wang. Isn't that the most popular name in the world, I heard? Something Wang? Like that? Yeah, Wang. I don't know. It's a great it's name, It's the most though. common surname. I almost want to change my name to Mr. Wang. <laughs> D. Wang. <laughs> I am D. Wang. But anyway, uh, Thomas here writes, hey – What's up with the damn puking sequence you guys add in every show now? Fucking quit it, will ya? So, Thomas, that puking sequence isn't just a puking sequence. I'm not putting in puking noise just to, like, disgust the listeners. That's a promo I made for the Sick and Wrong Forum. Does it say Sick and Wrong Forum at the end? Have you ever listened to it, Wackerly? Yeah, it goes on for way too long. It's called Effect. It goes on for way too long. You need to shorten that shit up. Dramatic Effect. It's, no, okay, it's... it's it's a clip from a it song. It is disgusting, but it's also boring because it's just it's like five minutes long. You it's a clip. It to thirty seconds. It's a clip from a song by a band called Carnivore, an old thrash metal band called Pizza and Beer, <sighs> and uh, it, it's basically a guy puking, and it pukes, and then all of a sudden I cut into that voice and say, "Can you handle the Sick and Wrong Forum, SickandWrongPodcast.com?" <laughs> so it's like obviously the guy that was puking couldn't handle the forum because it's so gross. Yeah, we get it. We get it. You no, know, it, just shorten uh, it's the vile. shit up, okay? <laughs> All right. So you know what? Maybe maybe you can just compress it so it sounds like Alvin and the Chipmunks puking. But you can't just have one puke. I, I wanted the effect of like a guy puking like ten times. I think people have heard it. They are really admire your creativity, creative creativity, and uh, I think it's time to shorten it up. All right, all right, I'll change it. 
just because this listener backlash here. I knew I'd received flack from this. Yeah, it is a backlash. But yeah, it's for the um, Sick and Wrong Forum. And if you haven't checked out Sick and Wrong Forum, go check it out. It's kind of fun. You can get there from the homepage. I love the arguments on that page. People just argue about the most inane subject matter. That's true. It's great. And I go on it occasionally. I know you go on it frequently. Yeah, I mostly read. I don't post as much, but uh, that's just because I don't really have much to say. Yeah. But um, yeah, go check it out. Sing Wrong Forum. You can link to it right off of our page. Uh, finally here, we got another email from bboy69, who um, sent in, Hey, D. Hey, Lance. Really loving your work. I've been listening since episode 40-ish, but have been through the entire back catalog. In the last episode, you mentioned Sick and Wrong songs. Here are a couple that I dug out of my collection to see what you think. Uh, the first one is a song called A Lap Dance is So Much Better When the Stripper is Crying. It's by a band called the Bloodhound Gang. Huh. You ever heard that one? No. Um, we might have to post it on the site so you okay. can check it out. I like the other one better that he sent in. He says it's a simple tune about strippers, sexual abuse, and missing persons. My favorite bit is the guy's sexual fantasy with Mickey Mouse being done in the doo-doo hole with a lawn dart. Kind of reminds me of a story one of you did a while back where some kid got anally abused with a patio umbrella. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. I, I'm glad people can reference that. Uh, the other story, I would prefer the lawn dart if I were the one being, the anally, umbrella. <laughs> being anally abused, but that's just me. The other song is a song called Blasphemy, sent in, done by a guy named Senior Bollocks. Such a good uh, English name there, Bollocks. Senior, Senior sounds Bollocks. Spanish. I don't know, Mr. Bollocks. <laughs> he said it's um, the other song is an old Cockney classic, not really, but it should help to improve your English accents, which he appreciates. So we're going to have to listen to this song intently and kind of like, you yeah. Know, I think it's going to help a lot. Yeah, practice our English accents with it. So uh, we're going to end the show with uh, Senior Bollocks Blasphemy. Thanks for sending that in there, B-Boy. And uh, you know what? This is going to be a new segment every week, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. So if you have a song that's sick and wrong, email it, sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. What if nobody sends one in? Can I'll just pick one from my collection because I have many. Some Weird Al. <laughs> yeah, just, just put in a Weird Al song. That might work out. A medley, perhaps. Well, that about does it here for episode 76. People, if you haven't already, go give us a vote on Podcast Alley. And uh, make sure you check out KIRB.com. K-IRB.com. We're going to be Sick and Wrong's going to be airing there at 9 o'clock, and then you can access the show. I'll put uh, a link up to that on the homepage, too. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Until next week, we'll be back with uh, episode 77, and hopefully with my brother talking about the gay uh, pride festivities this weekend here in San Francisco. Uh, the last time we talked to your brother, he had an attitude problem. He's, has he gotten taken care of that? Dude, it's, you know... It's, it's gay... probably gotten worse, hasn't it? <laughs> it might be. I don't know. I think, Maybe I think, gay pride is. I think you him disturbed up. him in the middle of a gay orgy. Maybe gay I pride I mean, he was probably can... upset about that. The parade will cheer him up. I think, I think so, too. Yeah. Well, until next week, take a sleazy. Blasphemy. There's always been a dear old friend of me. I think it'll be the end of me. If I couldn't say bollocks, shit went fuck this cunt. Knock it on the end, you cunt fucking old boy. Right, my son. Without these words, my life is done. So ain't no reason to exist. If I can't say bollocks, shit went fuck this. The verb to wank. I wank, you wank, he wank, she wank. They wink, we wink. And there's a lot of ways to describe this word. There's a bishop bash, a dodgeball bank, a slimy slap, and a monkey spank. There's one up the wrist, a Marvin Ink, a crafty tug, and a Thomas the Tank. A chicken choke to the one with chain. To toss one's knob. You fucking wanker. Now please don't be disturbed. It's just a little word. And it ain't like it's the worst one that you ears have ever heard. Not like fuck. I fuck you, fuck you, fuck she, fuck stay, fuck we fuck. And there are many ways of using this word. You can fuck right off cause I don't give a fuck. Do you wanna fuck? That was a fucking shit fuck. I'd rather have a fuck but a fuck that fuck. That just fucked up. Shit and fucked up much. But fuck fuck here and a fuck.
everywhere, fuck, fuck. He's always been a dear old friend of me. I think it'll be the end of me. If I couldn't say bollocks, shit went fuck the cunt. Knock it on your head, you cunt fucking old boy. Alright, my son, without these words, my life is done. So ain't no reason to exist. If I can't say bollocks, shit went fuck piss. Now let's take a look at the word cunt. I'm a cunt, you're a cunt, he's a cunt, she's a cunt, we're cunts, they're cunts. And there's a lot of ways to, uh, uh get, oi, what are you doing? Oi, get a fuck off. off. Go on, fuck off out of it. What do you mean? Cunt's a fucking lovely word. Why don't you check out the new Sick and Wrong Forum, sickandwrongpodcast.com.
Please, Louise, blow me off of my knees. 